Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy, co-founder of KidsViews.com, and I'm here in the studio with only Amy of SelfishMom.com. Well, Hi, I, Amy. I'm not enough. You're enough. You brought coffee cakes. So That's true. You're the best. Um, today on the show, we have a special treat. So even though just Amy and I are in the studio, we have two guests who are going to join us on the phone. We have Audrey McClelland and Vera Sweeney, and I feel like they should be like one word, like Bradgelina. We should make like a... <laughs> We're going to make that happen. But they're on to talk about, they have a new show. (laughs) Vaudfree? We're going to figure it out. Um, They have a new show on TLC called What She Said. And I'm not sure we're going to ask them when we talk to them whether or not the hashtag is part of the title. Because it kind of looks like it is. Yeah, So we're going to figure that out. Uh, Topic two, we're going to talk about how to safely and responsibly build your child's digital footprint online. Uh, even if you've already done it irresponsibly, <laughs> will help you go backwards and fix some things. But um, it's an important thing to do because as parents, we are building them from sometimes before they're even born now. Oh, yeah, before birth. So we'll talk about that, and then we'll have our Bites of the Week. So we're going to jump right in with topic one, which is what she said on TLC. And on the phone, we have Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. And Vera. Hi, Vera. And, you know, hi. And if you told me there was coffee cake, that <laughs> okay. would have been a game changer. I so mean, I, I actually said, is you know, is Vera going to be in the studio? I'll bring her coffee cake. And then there's uh, this nasty rumor that you're now gluten free. I, I well, if you I look at it. my blog post today, I wrote that I am no longer going to do that. I did it. It's like long winded. Waiting to see how long it lasts. Your best friends. I, you yeah, said, well, you lasted a long, long, long I did it for two months. I did it. I did it a long, long enough to see if it would impact my autoimmune disease, and it did, but not enough to make me not eat bread. Well, I'm, you know, I'm I mean, happy to have you back on the gluten train. Thank you. I appreciate that. I want my seat back because, you know, it was just, you know, it was, I was like miserable, but it, I mean, I saw the impact, but it just, for me, wasn't worth um, the effort. So um, I, I've learned a lot, but yeah, I want that coffee cake is okay. the end result of all of this. All right. I owe you. Next time in the studio. Perfect. So we should, before, um, Amy and I, as our listeners can probably tell, know you guys very well, but they do not. So let's, why don't one of you um, talk a little bit about, I think it's really interesting because you're not just two women who happen to be on a TV show together. That is actually just sort of the latest thing in your journey together. You are best friends. You are social media influencers, you are mom bloggers. This is, that's like a lot going on. Um, And maybe one of you can talk a little bit about how you met, which I think is great, and how you work together as two working moms. Who have like 23 kids between the two of you. (laughs) That that is the exact number. 23 children. We're moving. We're going to move to another state. No, that's a different Um, TLC show. Correct. We're trying to just get every show on TLC. We're working on that. We're just trying to look for models that they use. And just right. Bring them into our life. Right. Yes. Um, so Audrey and I, we actually met in um, early 2010 at a blogging conference. We were at Disney Social Media Moms, and we just plopped down next to one another, and we we like instantly hit it off. And by the end of that meeting, we had started getting gorgeous. Audrey had the concept; she wanted to um, 
you know, create an event where brands and bloggers would sort of come together and do sort of an expo-based event that wasn't run by PR companies. And back then, that was really not happening. I mean, it was it was usually, you know, run by PR companies. So just having met her, I was like, what's your last name again? I'm in. You know, so <laughs> we became partners, like, literally the first day. Um, we both flew home. We told our husbands, we started an LLC with some girl I met at Disney. And both of them were like, what? Um, but I think, you know, we both knew that there was something very special about our relationship. And everybody who meets us now, they can't believe that we've only known each other for five years. It feels very much like a childhood friendship. Um, and yeah, since I was we- at that conference. I had no idea this was all that recent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously, I, I sat in the wrong seat at that conference. <laughs> right. I was going right. to say, it, it was on that lucky 25th row. Like, I don't know what it was about that row. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, since then, we've partnered on, um, we, we just decided that everything that we want to do, we want to do together. And, you know, we keep our individual blogs because um, we're both. Uh, you know, the we both are pay our bills in our house. Like our 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 husbands don't work, and so we have to just make sure that we're um, earning a, a living and making sure that we 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 bring home the bacon, so to speak. So we we have our own individual blogs. But and tell tell our listeners it. what those blogs are. So um, my my blog is Lady on the Blog Vera, and then Audrey's is Mom Generations. And um, but everything that we could possibly do together, we sell in each other into our pitches. So if I get a gig, I go, "Hey, are you looking for one other person? Because I could collaborate with her, and we can do a Twitter party together, and we can do this, and we can do that." And sort of, we always bring each other in because there really it is a real true partnership. I mean, we're, this isn't a, a joke. Like I really want to succeed, but I want to succeed with her. So um, I, I mean, that's just sort of our model. So you know, we definitely, I, we know it's kind of unheard of to be, you know, I mean, it's funny, even today I was with somebody and they were like, can I just ask you a question? Like, what is it like working with your best friends? I mean, I would think that would be kind of crazy to be like working with your husband. Like, it must drive you crazy sometimes. And, you know, we've really been able to kind of hit hit a model. And, and I guess the only thing I can chalk it up to is luck. I, re- I really don't have any other thing to say about it. But we've just been really lucky that we both have the same work ethic. We both really have the same kind of goals um, for what we want to do with our lives. And we, you know, just make each other laugh nonstop. So it really was a, um, just a partnership that was, I feel like it was just meant to happen. It was just a matter of when it was going to happen. So we, we really have been really lucky. So when you were approached about the show on TLC, which, okay, let's just clear it up now. Is it hashtag yeah. what she said? Yeah, I, I yeah. think, it, yeah, it's hashtag what she said because they, they really want um, a social media component to it. So if you look at the segments on the lower left-hand corner, there's always a hashtag. They're hoping that the audience members will tweet while we're talking about whatever the segment is. So it's sort of like their first take on um um, you know a show that that understands the power of social media so how did you guys get involved well Vera was reached out to first they had seen we both did um she knows videos and uh and the videos that they they were just very much like real questions for for moms and we and just candidly answered them and you know they 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 were pretty honest. They were scouring YouTube and kind of looking for for people that way. They're they're casting people, and then you know the process turned into almost a nine month process. Um, we both uh, had to do a Skype interview with somebody. Gosh, it was I'm going to get my totally my dates wrong, but it was like not this past spring, the other spring. So I guess it was 2014. 
And uh, it was probably like April or May. We did like a, a kind of a cold Skype call, just got to introduce ourselves, answer some questions. And we kind of didn't hear anything for a few months. And then stuff started to resurface again, um, again later in the summer and then again in the fall. I just, again, Skype interviews like that. And they, they were just asking us questions. Like kind of, you know, if you've ever been on our blogs before, Vera and I have a very similar style. We, you know, we'll do product reviews and fashion and beauty and talk about food and, and everything. But you know, we kind of don't give the the true personal, like kind of just funny stories that happen in our lives. And this is the first time somebody had kind of asked us on video, like, talk about your marriage, you know, talk about, you know, what is it like having five kids, you know, talk about your sex life and having five kids, and, and like, don't tell me you, you, you don't have sex, and it was just like, oh my gosh, like, this is an area, like, I kind of don't touch a lot on my blog, so it was definitely kind of stepping out of, like, a comfort zone, and, uh, and, and, but it was like a comfortable comfort zone, if that makes sense, it wasn't, you know, anything too crazy, it wasn't drama, it was just, be funny. Like, like, tell us the funny things that happened in your life because you're not alone. There's so many women, married, not married, single, divorced, one child, five kids, 20 kids that go through these things. And let's just kind of put them all on the table and have like a real conversation. Were there things you guys were like, no way, not talking about that? <laughs> there were a few, there were a few questions that I was like, mm, no, no. <laughs> like, you know, like a, a lot of the, like the, like, sex questions like sometimes they would ask like I, I mean I don't even remember them but there were a few that see we, we're the only two non-comedians on the mm. panel and we're the only two East Coasters as well so everyone else is um, LA comedians basically except for one other blogger actually um, there's one blogger out of, out of California as well but so there's three bloggers and seven comedians those comedians were like what do you want me to say like give me the, give me your worst question I've done <laughs> I've done so much worse on stand up um, like, like, I'll go there and so I just knew like you know like talking about vibrators or something I would be like not even remotely touching that literally <laughs> figuratively like not going there you know so but I knew that that would be covered by the other women because they were so raw it right. was fine. They 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 didn't push us. Like you know, it it wasn't like that. You know, it was it wasn't like that at all. Like the the travel segment that aired. I don't know if you saw it. Um, that that segment. They kept asking me, "Give me a travel disaster story." I literally couldn't think of one. And they were like, Can, "Come on, can't you just think of a travel story? Do you have any like travel mix-ups?" I was like, "I'm blanking. I travel all the time. I I'm fr I'm frozen right now. I can't think of a story." It wasn't the end of the world, you know. Like you can right. just push forward and and go on to the next topic. Well, and we both stayed away from our in-laws. I mean, I think that's a hundred percent universal topic that you know you really just. You know, like, I, we, we each kind of have our relationship with our in-laws that we have, and we don't want to make it worse. I mean, you right. know that there could have been 10 episodes about everybody talking about their in-laws, but we kind of both, we both made that decision. And there's certain topics, that is one of them. We just did not want to go. And, I, and they have to watch the show listening to us talk about our sex lives. And so they have to watch you your kids, right? You can't jeopardize your free babysitting. Correct. <laughs> Correct. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys so how many episodes are there there's 10 okay um this is the first i mean there was a sneak peek in may but they're not considering that as part of the series so there's 10 plus the sneak peek that happened in may and it's at ten thirty, right yes yes mm -hmm. on friday is mm -hmm. it every friday Every Friday. every Friday. Okay. And yeah. are you guys going to be tweeting along every Friday night at 1030 like you did this week um, or last week? I think week? so. I don't, I don't think we'll do um, 
a full-blown Twitter party like we did the first uh, episode where we were giving away prizes and everything. Um, I think it'll just be more um, just live tweeting and just connecting because that was something that was really fun. A lot of, uh, we were getting a lot of like conversation happening during the party of people responding to what they were seeing and we were having, you know, we were able to talk directly to people that were watching the show as it was happening. That was really super, like I can't, reiterate how incredible that felt for somebody that I didn't know at all to be like oh my god you had me hysterical crying at the end or whatever and then just to go back and forth with those people I was like this is so like this is what social media is all about you know um, so I think we, I, you know, we'll be online but I don't know about an official Twitter party I'm right. not sure about that and I think that they were really smart, like, in terms of, like, what Vera just said. You know, this is, you know, a lot of shows, obviously, you see the hashtag on the bottom of the show. And, you know, you're expected to kind of, if you want to follow along on, on social media, you can with the hashtag. But this show, they really, like, it's almost like it's, they want you to get online. You know, they want you to get online. Like, they want you to talk about the topics. They want, you know, we talked about aging and plastic surgery. And it was so much fun seeing that people were like, I would never do plastic surgery. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe, Audrey, that you, you know, that you would, like, in, like never do it. Like, that's crazy. Like, I would do it in a heart. And it was really cool to see, though, that there are so many opinions and, and voices about all these different topics, and to have everybody just kind of going at it on Twitter, it was really cool. You know, it was very, it was very cool to be part of that. Well, it's great, and we will have links to the show on our Facebook page when we post this episode. And congratulations, ladies. It's a great, it's a fun show. It's a great show for moms to watch, especially if you kick your husband out of the house on a Friday night and you uh, have a glass of wine and have your own time to just laugh at a whole bunch of stuff that's going on. It's a really fun crew and cast of people. Thank you. Thank you. So congrats. Thanks for having us on, guys. Yeah, we're happy to have you. And we'll have people who hopefully watched it will tell us what you thought on our Facebook page. And we'll let you guys know how that conversation Definitely. goes. But thanks, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank, Thank you for you having guys. us. Bye. Have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye-bye. Amy, did you do Plated this week? I did. What'd you make? Uh, okay, I'm going to pronounce this wrong because I keep wanting to say it like the French word for fish, but I think it's pronounced poussin. Yeah. It's like bigger than a, it's like a game bird. Um, so funny. We have the vegetarian talking about the meat dishes that she makes each Wait, week. is it like bigger than a Cornish hen? Bigger than a Cornish game hen, smaller than a chicken. Okay. Um, so I think it's poussin with, um, uh, I've, I, I couldn't have that part, but I had what was sitting underneath it, which was <laughs> a celery root mash, which Ooh, was yum. like celery root and apples and potatoes. Yeah. And you'd was, never buy celery root, right? Never. I didn't, I didn't know that it existed. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Yeah, no, it looks nasty. It's like a yeah. big brown shrimp. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like a like a big hunk of something. Right. It's like I'm gonna boil this. Okay. Um, but it was absolutely delicious. Um it's very French, Amy. It was. It was very French. My husband picks the meat ones, um, so that that one's on him. And then I did um, these little uh, for my vegetarian choice. These little bro- broccoli cheese soup hand pies, which were delicious. Oh, that sounds really yeah. good. I ate that while they were eating uh, their poussin, and <laughs> um, Fiona just took the leftovers in her lunch today. And then I still actually have something left: peppermint patties. 
I'm going to make those tonight. Oh, my God. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh, you did dessert. I did. I, I, did, did. I don't always do the dessert, but um, especially if, like, getting the dessert is going to get me over the $50 mark to free shipping, then the dessert's almost free. Right. Yeah. All right. So if you can't tell already, we're talking about Plated.com, <laughs> who's once again sponsoring Parenting Bites. We're super excited. Um, as you can tell, we are actual customers. And so, listen, you spend hours leafing through recipe books, driving all over freshest ingredients between your kids, your career, your commuting, all of these, like, dinners that you think you're going to make, we're going to make. Now you know what you're doing, right? You're doing takeout. You're doing some frozen thing you throw in the microwave. You don't have to do that. Plated. Plated is for busy people who love cooking but have zero time for shopping. You just heard what Amy made, and now you're like, I should be making that. Mm -hmm. And you look so good, right? You look so, like... You look impressive yes. when you put that. And it's so funny because my husband, like, I, I, I just want to, like, throw things on the table family style. And he's always like, no, 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 plate it up like the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I plate everything up to look at, like, the I picture. Use your linen napkins. <laughs> so go to plated.com slash parenting. Choose from amazing chef-designed recipes with new selections every week to fit everyone's taste. The culinary pros at Plated lovingly fill a refrigerated box with just the perfect pre-portioned ingredients for your dinner. They are not chopped. But they are pre-portioned, mm -hmm. so you got to get out your knife. If the recipe calls for a half teaspoon of crushed red pepper, that's what you get. Nothing is wasted, which is really interesting because I've been reading a lot about food waste. That's yeah. like a whole other article. But there is, it is really nice that there is no waste. None. Everything's delivered to your door. Fresh meat, poultry, fish, farm fresh veggies, spices, everything you need on the date you choose. Not home for delivery? No worries. Your plated box keeps everything fresh until midnight on the day it arrives. So hurry over to plated.com slash parenting now. Get a free dinner for two with your first purchase. That's a free dinner for two with your first purchase. Go to plated.com slash parenting. One more time. Plated.com slash parenting. And tell us what you're making. We want to see pictures mm -hmm. and descriptions. And it's so yummy. Um, and we'll totally, I totally want a picture of Amy's peppermint patties. Cause okay. I always like to see if those things come out looking. Look, look looking on the selfish the mom Twitter handle tonight. I'll, I'll <laughs> okay. post it. All right. We are on to topic two, which is just Amy and I having a very heated discussion <laughs> about how to safely and responsibly create and maintain, I guess, your child's digital footprint before they're old enough to do so. And also as an example to them so that when they do get online and start doing all the things you don't want them to do, um, they have a better example for what they've done. It's hard to tell your kids not to post naked pictures when maybe you've posted a bunch of pictures of them in the bathtub and, you know, things like that. Um, so, Amy, did you claim your kids' URLs? I did. I claimed their URLs and my husband's URL and my URL in uh, 2010, I believe. I just grabbed up all the ones that I could find that, that fit. And um, this is not an expensive thing to do. I think it costs me, uh, with the privacy protection, I think it's under $20 a year per URL. So for you know under $100 a year, I've got the URLs for my family. These are not something that I use. I have them so that nobody else can use them. Nobody else is posting skeevy stuff under my kids' names. What about Facebook? Did you claim their Facebook accounts? No. 
No. Jake has his own now because he's 14. And he was able to get it. Yeah. Well, how does that work? Like, I, we have such unusual names. Like, if you're Mary Smith, do you have to be something else? Like, I... No, I, no you don't. so many... Yeah, like, like I... When I, you search Facebook for someone you used to know, like, you'll get a bazillion of those people. Yeah, so you don't even... Like, that's not something you have to grab. It's not like, like a URL where once it's gone, nobody else can have it. Right. It's I, just unique to your email address. Yeah. So, so, no, I didn't bother with that. I didn't bother getting Twitter or anything like that. I did grab their Gmail accounts in 2007, which was, I think, the only time that I've really deliberately lied about their ages um, and, like, deliberately broken a term of service. Um, And it was kind of like the URL at the time. I didn't really plan on having them use Gmail accounts that had their full names in them. And then it just kind of happened, which is like totally stupid <laughs> like that's I on me I think it's not stupid because I think when you are a grown up you will want to use your real name Gmail I think oh, when yeah. you start to have these weird you know I mean every once in a while we'll get like a class list and some parents email really is like you know shake your rump maker at AOL to like 223 at yeah. AOL yeah no like, what it makes sense for an adult I'm not I mean when my daughters the problem is when they start signing up for things oh, yeah, with that as their email so i really did not do a good job in saying hey you need to have this other kind of right, fake email, for, email yeah they don't have those oh yeah um so we have to be careful about what they what they use those for um but i am glad that i have them so i tried when my daughters were little i tried one of those kid email services and i do not recommend them Hmm. There's new ones every year. <laughs> we can pitch them all the time. And I found that having this weird ancillary email system, they never checked it. It was so, like, you had to log in from your browser and go yeah. to this and that. Like, not having it just be a Gmail right. was so annoying. And then they n- literally never checked it. I mean, they already don't check their email, but that they really didn't check because they had to go to, like, a different website it's to so log It's so hard to change email. behaviors. You just, you want it to you be can't. easy. Yeah, you want it to be easy. And you want it to kind of stick with them. And honestly... They don't get email. So the mm-hmm. only people that were getting email from, like, their grandma or their, you know, like, other old people who use email. Yeah. And they can, if those people can get a Gmail, like, then it's fine. You can trust your grandparents to have a, G, that your kid has a Gmail. You're right. not worried about it. The point of those is usually you have to approve everyone of the accounts that, you know, then can email your child, which mm-hmm. I can see the safety in. Um, but... I think as long as you have good spam filters on your thing. Yeah. And again, your child's not checking email. It's so rare. Yeah. They're I'll, texting. I'll go into my daughter's email and be like, uh, sweetie, you need to clear some of these out because oh, yeah, you my, haven't checked this in a month. My kids have hundreds and hundreds and yeah. hundreds of unread emails. Um, so that takes us to Snapchat and um, Twitter, which does have to be a unique name. And I think, I mean, it's funny because Snapchat came along and I feel like younger people were using it first Mm -hmm. as opposed to like a Twitter or Facebook even. So, or Facebook, I guess they were young when they were starting to use it. But Snapchat, I wonder how many parents are claiming a Snapchat for their kids because I do think kids use weird um, names on Snapchat and on Instagram. Yeah, you don't want that to be your kid's full name. You don't want that to be your kid's real name. But maybe... But but again, you grab it so that somebody else can't post skeevy stuff under your name. That's what I'm... That's where I think it becomes important. So claiming... It's all about preventing people from later 
and not people, but like teenagers, because this really happens, these imposter accounts mm-hmm. all the time where kids will set up. It happened twice in a school near us where kids were setting up imposter Instagram accounts mm-hmm. and then screenshotting pictures from other Instagram accounts and posting them and pretending that they were and then commenting as that person. Yeah. Um, and well, it's really horrible. I had it happen to me a couple of times on Twitter. Like they do things like they'll use a zero instead of an O in your name, or they'll use like a, a, a lowercase L instead of an uppercase I, and it's really hard to see that it isn't the real account. Right, like, and they'll take your picture. Yeah. I had trouble figuring out what was going on the first few times, so then I had to grab... Thank God Twitter accounts are free, because I had to grab up every variation of my name that I could find. Right. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's... I guess a lesson for your kids... Um, which is I'm doing this because there are people who behave badly online, right? It's sort mm-hmm. of weird. And you have to lie about your child's age yeah. in order to do that. So even if you have a newborn and you're claiming their Twitter handle, you're pretending that newborn is 13. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. So that's crazy, um, but probably worthwhile uh, to do. You don't know where these things are evolving, but chances are... They'll be there. And then here's a question that I really should know the answer to, but don't. Like, way back when, when I said that my kids were 10 years older than they were to get their accounts, is there any way to change that on on Google? Like, my son will always be older than he is. He's now 24 years old on on Google forever? I think so. I mean, I remember getting a notice on my nephew's birthday, which was like his 17th birthday, that he was like turning 30 (laughs) Facebook. (laughs) And I was like, what? So I don't know if he was able, I don't know if you're able to go back and change your birthday. I mean, what does it really matter? Like if, if, if my son's always 10 years older on Google, like, right. It's not like he's using. It just that for matters ID. for the targeted ads. Yeah. That give him. <laughs> He'll be getting AARP stuff before right, he should. Exactly. He's gonna get all the like the Match.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. So then, but then there's like the bigger idea of your kid's digital footprint, which is parents posting pictures and videos of their kids. With, yeah. Because you are with facial recognition. And a lot of times people will put pictures up of kids and they tag the adults. Yeah. They tag the parent. I hate that. So, which is totally bizarre because I guess you just want the parent to see that you posted yeah. this picture. But it but, messes up the facial recognition. Right. And now your kid has a really bizarre digital footprint. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but you are creating this digital record of your child without their permission and maybe it's just the new norm and every kid growing up now is just going to have this giant backlog of photos of themselves online do you know when like your friends from high school post a picture of you from high school and it's like this person put up its picture do you approve the tag Mm -hmm. if you have your settings correct Mm -hmm. on facebook um and how you're like oh god that's an awful picture i don't want that up there like untag or you're like oh great tag me (laughs) Your kid should have that ability, right, to go through and be like, no, no, you have to take this down, take this down. Well, once they got to be a certain age, I started asking them permission to put the pictures up. And they both went through phases, my son's in one right now, where they don't want to be online, which is absolutely fine. My son got made fun of a little bit for things that I had posted of him when he was younger. His friends Googled him, and they found videos and interviews, and um, I, I... I don't think having the pictures up is the problem. I think it's when when it's connected to the real name and when it's Googleable. Right. That's the only issue. But if it's under you, it's Googleable. Yeah, but so, not as directly. Mm-hmm. Like if you Google his name, you get a few things, right. but not like all of the things that I didn't tag. Right. But when you have the same last name as your kid, 
it's going to stuff comes up yeah. like it's pretty easy um, and that's true of anyone it's not true of just someone who's a blogger um, it's true of anybody it's pretty easy to find a person and their child that they're connected to and then see all your kids stuff yeah. so I do think it's like the first lesson parents need to learn before they expect more out of their kids later mm-hmm. is to think before you post um, and then also when your kid gets old enough, you have to start asking permission. Yeah. And you may have to go back and delete. Like, as heartbreaking as that might be for you, you do. Like, if your kid says to you, I want that video taken down of me, you know, peeing in the fountain at three years old. If if my child said that to me, I think that I would say no, but I will change the permissions on it. I will change the privacy settings so that it's a very small group of people. But, you know, I still want your grandparents to be able to see it. I still want my friends to be able to see it. It'll be interesting. I have some control. Ownership you know, I am the parent. <laughs> well, the ownership goes to the person who took the picture. So it does. <laughs> it does. But I'm sure there'll be lawsuits in the near future about kids suing their parents to take down picture. Like I could totally yeah. see it happening um, because it is. If you're suing your parents to take down a picture, please call us. Right? <laughs> we want to talk to you. We want to talk to you. And also like, oh, what a world we live in. All right. So those are our tips. Those really, that's really it for creating your kid's digital footprint. It's like claiming names for that reason, mm-hmm. um, explaining to your kids why you post it, but being a cognizant parent and realizing that what you put out there is reflected. We were so worried about kids and what they post and then not getting into college or kids posting and not getting a job. But if you're out there posting horrible crap about your kid. There was that guy last week who took a selfie of a co-worker's three-year-old who was African-American, put it on his private Facebook page, and then sat back while all of his friends made racist comments, like really, really racist comments what? about this three-year-old and then got fired because of course he did right and you know he's upset because it was on a private facebook page no, no, no such no, no, thing no, no. no such thing no such thing yeah. is private and you don't you don't get to do that to a three-year-old no and still keep your job and have society think good things about you it's kind of nice that like all the douchey people end up exposing themselves yeah <laughs> it's sort of an interesting twist on everything yeah um that's another conversation to have with your kid if you're gonna act like a douche maybe don't advertise it yeah um all right well that is topic two and we will be right back with our bites of the week Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. So we have a new sponsor this week, LD Products, which I had a call with the CEO who Ooh. was really awesome because he started this in his dorm room. It was like very Michael Dell. <laughs> it was a very <laughs> cool story. But so here's, I honestly did not know any of this stuff. I feel like I've gotten such an education on ink. Believe it or not, so much of this is about ink, although they have... Ink like I-N-K. I-N-K. I mean, they actually have all these other great, like a cute, like 50,000 office supplies and stuff on their site. But I really do spend a fortune on ink and toner. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just par for the course, right? You just feel like out of ink, keep buying ink, you keep buying ink. So he brought up this really good point, which is you don't go to car dealerships to buy gas. So hmm. why are you going back to printer manufacturers to buy ink and toner? LDproducts.com are the ink and toner experts. They offer quality alternative at a fraction of the cost. You can save up to 70% 
Wow. I know. Off of expensive name brands. They've been in business for 16 years. They ship more than 6 million cartridges a year. So it's the actual brand name cartridges. No, they, so they have both. They sell the brand name, so like the HP cartridge, the whatever, but they make their own version. So it's like if you were at Costco and you bought like the Kirkland brand. That's like tuna. everybody knows is like made with a real brand yes. name stuff in the same plant with different packaging. Yep. Oh, I get it. Okay. Exactly. So they have, uh, this is the other nice thing. They have U.S.-based customer service. Hello. Seven days a week from their 110,000 square foot commercial building in California, which is totally green, like platinum lead certified building, new construction. They like have all, I don't know, all these crazy guidelines. Like they are so green. Wow. Which I think is really cool for a tech company and for this, you know, they're about ink, which is something we can also recycle. Like you can take your cartridges into a store and recycle. Mm-hmm. There is an unprecedented lifetime customer satisfaction guarantee on all LD brand cartridges. You can return it for any reason. Hmm. I know. So a special offer for our Parenting Bites listeners who I am sure go through a ton of ink. And let's face it, right? Like holiday season's coming up. Mm-hmm. You're going to be printing tons of pictures. Tons of pictures. And I also like my girls get into like their heavy school year stuff yeah. now. Like big reports. Big reports, you know, finals, whatever it is. They are just, I mean, our printer's just going nonstop. We have an yeah. HP laser jet, which I love. Um, but it made so much sense to me when he said it's like the razor model. Right, they're basically give you look at these printers like wow, these printers are so reasonably priced. When did printers become yeah. so cheap? And you realize it's because they sell you the printer so that you keep buying the ink yep. over and over and over. So I have a friend who actually found a printer on sale, like really, really, really on sale. So he bought that when he needed more ink because it came with ink, <laughs> right? And it was cheaper, right? That's crazy <laughs> and so wasteful. So instead of that, don't do that. <laughs> Go. We have a special offer for Parenting Bites listeners: get free shipping and an additional ten percent off. Right, and we're already saying they're up to seventy percent off so like now you're getting an additional 10% off ink and toner at ldproducts.com use code parenting at checkout the offer is valued through offer is through 1231 so it gets you through your whole holiday season do I get to use this code yeah I don't know who I am right Free right, I'm using the code. Yeah, you're totally using it. <laughs> Free shipping throughout the uh, contiguous U.S. So check it out, ldproducts.com. I'm like, can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm totally jazzed by ink. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, because it's one of those things that you just have to keep buying forever. Forever. So if you can find a cheaper way to do it with right. quality stuff, hell yeah. Yeah, totally into it. All right, ldproducts.com. Use code parenting. Tell us what you think of your new ink, and you're going to thank us. <laughs> So we're going to do our Bites of the Week, Amy. <laughs> Amy, you're definitely going first. Uh, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm going first. Me. Um, so this one, I, I, I think this is just a great story about taking a negative and turning it into a positive. Um, there was this group of sorority girls who were at a baseball game. And it was in Arizona. These these girls were some from uh, Arizona State. And... They were taking selfies in the stands. They were taking a lot of selfies. And the thing is, the announcers had just announced a selfie contest. Like, you know, take a selfie, hashtag it with this. It was like part of the game. And then the announcers put them on camera and started making fun of them. And it was just, it was so gross. It was such like an old man get off my lawn kind of thing. And they were just kind of merciless with these poor girls. So, and the funny thing is it was while the baseball game was going on, which just 
proves that baseball is really boring because like <laughs> during the game they could just talk about these girls all the time. So when the girls found out that they had gotten all of this attention, they were offered free tickets to more games as kind of an apology from, uh, what are they called, the Diamondbacks? And instead of taking the tickets, the girls said that they wanted it donated to a group that works with battered women and their families. And then they publicly asked for donations to that group. They turned it into such a positive thing. I was so proud of these girls. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like against every sorority stereotype. Exactly. All right. Well, before I get to my bite, I'm just going to say we are once again joined by Kumon while we're on the while we're on the sorority topic, <laughs> college and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I have been um, high school shopping. There's like no other way to put it oh. in New York City. I have I was I'm exhausted because I was at an open house last night that was probably one of the most exhausting experiences of my life <laughs> at a 10 floor high school in New York City. Um, to, I have one today. I have three next week. Welcome to my last year. So let me tell yeah. you what goes on. My daughters are in test prep right now for the one big exam they have to take that covers about six different schools or eight schools. And this takes me to our subject of Kumon, <laughs> which is all I can think about right now because we're in this mm-hmm. test prep mode. But in this competitive world, your kid's education decides much of their success, as I'm reminded every day lately. Grades, advanced courses, gifted programs all play a part. That's why enrolling your kids in Kumon is so important. Kumon's proven approach makes your smart kids smarter, putting them ahead of their peers in math and reading, opening new education and career opportunities. Register free now and save up to $50. So every kid wants their kids to have the best chance to succeed, which we know. These were created in Japan almost 50 years ago. The Kumon method has worked for thousands of kids around the world. Most Kumon students are studying above grade level. And unlike sitting in front of a teacher, passively taking notes, Kumon actively helps kids develop critical self-learning skills as they advance at their own pace. So see what Kumon can do for your kid by visiting a free parent orientation. For a limited time, you can save up to $50 on free registration at kumon.com. That's K-U-M-O-N.com. Kumon, where smart kids get smarter. Offer is valid at participating centers only, and most Kumon centers are independently owned and operated. And you know what? Just prepare your kids now mm-hmm. so they don't have to cram later. Like, oh, yeah. We had such a scramble last it's year. It's awful. So just, um, you know, I, we talk a lot about tutoring and things like that. But I will say you there's no reason not to start from the beginning with enrichment. And, mm-hmm. you know, it could be even a word of the day calendar. <laughs> just mm-hmm. start now. And you pays off huge dividends later when they don't have to feel this crazy pressure to cram mm-hmm. it all in. And I'll talk about the high school process another day because it's just a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but my my bite of the week is not the high school process in New York City. Um, it is Hamilton the musical. So mm. it's a sort of a hyper-local bite. Um, if you haven't heard about Hamilton the musical, if you don't follow the arts pages in every major newspaper, it is basically taken Broadway by storm after selling out in record time off-Broadway. Um, it is the story of Alexander Hamilton and his rivalry frenemy ship with Aaron Burr. Um, it is an all African American slash Latina cast, um, and all, and they're you know so all the actors who are playing Thomas Jefferson and Marquis de Lafayette and George Washington, everyone they're all African American. Lin Manuel Miranda, who wrote it and wrote both the book and the music and the lyrics. Wow. Um, 
He plays Alexander Hamilton. He's brilliant. If you didn't catch In the Heights, which he won his Pulitzer Prize for in the 24, many, I don't know, maybe five years ago, 10 years ago. I can't even remember. Um, he's so brilliant. He just won the MacArthur Fellowship, <laughs> the <laughs> Genius Award. But for those of you who can't make it to New York or honestly can't afford tickets, which is you know, I think most people, because it's extraordinarily expensive to buy Broadway tickets, and there's ne- this ain't never going to be on the half-price board. Nope. I mean, it'll be years. So the Hamilton musical website has incredible resources on it, incredible education resources for your kids. The story of Alexander Hamilton is so fascinating. He was an immigrant. He was an orphan. He was total, total bootstrap. You know, just incredible story, super ambitious, super smart, maybe too smart for his own good. Um, and this week, Genius.com released the all the lyrics to Hamilton hmm. annotated. Oh, wow. So it is amazing. So if you go to Genius.com, the lyrics are so chock full of history, so incredible. Um, so it's a great resource for your kids. The soundtrack came out. Soundtrack's amazing if you can't make it to the show. I highly, highly recommend it. If you have a kid who is or isn't interested in history, it does not matter. It will get them so interested. It is such an incredible way to bring to life our founding fathers, who we always see in these like wigs and stiff. You forget they were men, <laughs> um, very much powerful men of their time and all that that encompasses, as it usually does. Um and I can't recommend it enough. And if you are lucky enough to get tickets, just do it. Just doesn't matter how late, how long you have to wait to get those tickets. I think they were sold out through June. Something like that. Something like that. So just make your plan and go. Just go. Do yourself a favor. Do your kids a favor. Not little, little kids. They won't understand it. But I would say ages 9, 10 and up. Um, and you could do a little reading on the site first. Get your kids little, get yourself refreshed yeah. in your American history. Um, but don't miss it. It is an absolute must see. And that is it for this week. Thanks, Amy. You're welcome. Thanks to Vera and Audrey somewhere there in the cloud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you can check us out at facebook.com slash parenting bites, where we will have links to everything we talked about on the show today. And of course, go to iTunes for Parenting Bites. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us. We need those reviews to help us shine in the iTunes algorithm, whatever that may be. (laughs) And of course, on play.it, where you can find Parenting Bites and all the CBS podcasts. Until next week, thanks for joining us. 